Get out the insurance cards, get out the co-pays. The office is open, my friends, as this video is brought to you by DrRoto.com. The office is open, and we are here for the Week 5 edition of the Consistently Cashing Podcast here at DrRoto.com. As always, I'm Colby Conway, at Colby R. Conway on Twitter. And with me, again, as always, Ron Rigney at The Real Monday on Twitter. We're going to talk about our normal stuff here. But first, we have to exchange pleasantries. It's just what you do in the business. So, Ron, how are you doing this week? Outstanding. Headed into week five. We're finally getting a decent amount of consistency data to go off of. So, always, always like that. See who these players are that are scoring you points every week. Looking forward, outside of the football realm, looking forward to my Tampa Bay Rays making it uh, two nothing series tonight against the nasty Boston Red Sox. They got work done last night, so let's do it again on this Friday night. So let's go. Let's get consistent. Yep, absolutely. And we will kind of do what we did last week. We we're going to talk about some games that we're targeting and avoiding, and then we're going to get into. We used to do player talk, talk about high tier plays and low tier plays and everything in between. But we're just going to make the Voltron lineup. Um, we've talked about this for a week now. I still don't know what this Voltron is, but I'm going to keep saying it and just continue to be negligent and not look it up i think i'll do better not knowing what it is at some point i'll look it up and when our lineups start to stink that is when you know darn colby looked up what voltron meant and he learned it so it ruined the fun so i'm just not gonna look because that's part of the fun in this whole thing so ron week five great slate headlined by a lot of great matchups none bigger than the new england patriots first the one and three Houston Texans, obviously, that's the biggest game. That should be America's game of the week, but they don't ask me for my input on the schedules. But, Ron, what's a, what's a game in week five that you're targeting, whether it's a high point total, you just seem to gravitate towards that when making your FanDuel and DraftKings lineups. What game is just really, for a lack of better terms, catching your eye? Well, I mean, then that could be, you know, a Texans-Patriots game could be an AFC mm -hmm. championship preview as well. We know, You mm -hmm. never know, so... So I, the th one that I'm looking at, 52 and a half point total, and as I was constructing lineups last week and I was doing my stardom sit -em, just looking through everything this week, that Cowboys-Giants game has a lot to like at that total. You've got Danny Dimes looking like he belongs as a starting QB coming off a 400-yard effort against a pretty decent Saints defense. He, uh, I like Kenny Galladay a lot this week. You're going you're gonna to hear about him later on. Saquon Barkley's another one I think can put up some numbers. And then, of course, that, that Cowboys offense on the other side. And, and they're kind of showing that versatility of that offense. It's hurting Dak's numbers a little bit because he's kind of spreading it well. He's getting both tight ends involved. They're featuring Tony Pollard more, which I think is great for Zeke. I think that might actually help Zeke's numbers a little bit so he doesn't have to shoulder that load. But there's a lot to like on the offenses of both, both sides of this, these teams. Yeah, it's obviously a game that – I'll be looking towards as well. I'm sure you'll see a little bit of exposure to that game in our lineups that you can find in the consistently cash and article at drroto.com. But for me, the game I keep really looking at Titans Jacksonville. I never thought I'd be super interested in a game that sports two teams that are two and six and they're, you know, two teams in the Texans led AFC South. I don't care what the rankings and the standings say. doesn't matter. That's a Texans division. They won the South. Just let it be. Um, but ultimately looking at that game, Titans have such a bad defense, especially pass defense. Trevor Lawrence, LaVisca Chenault, Marvin Jones. I mean, I think Dan Arnold's probably going to get a little bit of love this week for, for that as a cheap tight end. There's going to be guys that you can look at there in that Jacksonville offense. And on the other side of the ball, Derrick Henry just destroys the AFC South. It's something that just you have to deal with. He absolutely demolishes that division. And Jacksonville's defense is one that he just tends to run through. 
with reckless abandon. So expect a lot of that. And Julio Jones is out, but A.J. Brown is back, and he's pretty cheap, comparatively speaking, to other top receivers. So he could be someone that you take a look at there. But for me, that's a game that I like. And the other one, I really like the Patriots-Texans, and I really – let me name you the players I like in that game. I like Mac Jones. I like Damian Harris. I like Kendrick Bourne. I like Johnny Smith. I like Hunter Henry. I like Jacoby Myers. Those are the names I like in that game. So, Ron, game you're avoiding. What game don't you want any part of this weekend? If I had to pick one, it's going to be that Steelers-Broncos game. And I just don't see a lot that I like here. I'm not really trusting the fact that, you know, you got Teddy Bridgewater. His status is still up in the air, and he's looked solid. But when you've got the Broncos wanting to bring in another quarterback, that kind of tells me right there – that they don't have a whole lot of confidence in Drew Locke, and I can't really say I blame him. So the only guy I'm really interested in in this game is going to be Noah Fant. I think that, that Broncos defense is going to be hard to handle for uh, Big Ben and, and the rest of his supporting cast. And I actually got to watch Big Ben play a little bit last week, and I and I, we, we talked about this a little bit in our group chat we got going on. Big Ben should have hung it up in this offseason, man. He looks like – he looks – if Ben if Big Ben could look more immobile than he already does, that's the best way to describe him. That offensive line is bad. There's just not a lot to like here, so I'm going to avoid this. And plus, it's under 40 for the total, and I think it's going. To, I think it could even be under that 39 and a half that Vegas is giving it right now. Yeah, one that I just don't find appealing is Saints and the football team. I just can't find pieces of this game that I like. New Orleans has a decent enough defense, and Washington has some talent, but I just like guys at prices around some of the guys like Terry McLaurin, Antonio Gibson, and such. And Washington has such a bad de- well. Let me say this. Washington has immense talent on defense. They haven't learned to play together, at least this season, and their defense is really struggling. But New Orleans, they want to throw the ball maybe maximum of 22 times a game, and they don't just funnel everything through one person. So it's really hard to find. Like, sure, I'm sure there's going to be people out there that look to, like, Marquez Calloway, Deontay Harris, and other Saints receivers. But you're really just, you know, put their names in a hat, draw random, because that's how essentially it seems like they decide that offense outside of Alvin Kamara. So that's just a game I want no part of. But as we move away from the games, it's time to get into the Voltron lineup. Last week, Ron had the majority of the line, or I had the majority of the, no, Ron did, I'm sorry. Ron had the majority of the line last week, so I got it this week. So I get to basically really steer the ship of this Voltron lineup. And if, I don't know if Voltron's related to water, but if he is, and the steering the ship metaphor really just... No, if, 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 you, if, you mix, if you mix Voltron with water, that would be a bad thing. Okay, that metaphor did not hit. But you know what, Will? No, the it, Voltron it lineup. Pro Ooh. segue right there from the one... You know, if you're in the business, you get the segue game. But let's go ahead and talk about the Voltron lineup. For me, I kind of already prefaced it a little bit. It's Trevor Lawrence. So cheap on FanDuel. We're sticking with FanDuel again this week. So cheap on FanDuel. $6,500. I'm looking at here, he's cheaper than Ben Roethlisberger, who I, I, it takes him multiple minutes to move a couple feet to the left and to the right. He's less than Drew Locke, who's a turnover machine, albeit Lawrence has kind of been that too this season. Cheaper than Mac Jones, I kind of get that this week. But Trevor Lawrence is so cheap. The one thing I really, really like about this matchup is, one, Tennessee's pass defense is so bad. And secondly, when you look at Lawrence's rushing attempts over the past couple games, they're creeping up one, two, six, and eight going, you know, chronologically through the season and rushing yards, negative two, 21, 27, 36. And he did have a rushing score last week as well. So for me, Trevor Lawrence is my no brainer quarterback on FanDuel. Ron, what running back is going to anchor our lineup this week? Well, you mentioned him already and that's Derrick Henry. And the, you, you mentioned the matchup, so I won't go too much into that. But the thing with Derrick Henry is when you're paying that 
that salary for him. You're going to have to pay up for him. And it makes it a little difficult to navigate the lineup. But I like the fact that you put Trevor Lawrence in there at quarterback, and that's going to give us a little bit of salary relief later on. But the thing that I like about Derrick Henry, when you pay for that amount, that that production, he's getting the ball an insane amount of times. Had over 30 carries last week. What NFL running back has 30 carries in the league? It just doesn't happen. And when you look at total touches to this point in the season, he's got 127. Joe Mixon is second place with 90 touches. So you know Derrick Henry's going to get the ball, especially if, if they're down a receiver or two. I know they were down both receivers last week. I know A.J. Brown is kind of trending like he's going to play. But still, they're going to hand it off early and often, and he's going to get probably 25 carries, 30 carries again, even with A.J. Brown in there. And I think he's really going to return value for that $9,000 or whatever it is salary. I think he might even be $10,000 on, on one of the sites. And it, it, it's not often that you say you're going to get you're going to get production for that price tag. But he's one of the few guys that can give it to you, especially in this matchup. Yep. And let me put you on the spot here. Just fun fact. Ten career games against the Jaguars regular season. What do you think Henry averages in terms of rushing yards per game against Jacksonville? Ten games. I'm going to say 105 yards. Close. 101.3. He also averages ah. 1.1 rushing touchdowns per game. And just to, you know, I guess, well, throw – gas on the fire really if you're a Jacksonville fan listening to this but Henry's last three games actually let's go last five games against Jacksonville dating back to 2018 238 yards with four touchdowns 44 yards and a touchdown 159 yards and two touchdowns 84 rushing yards and 215 yards and two touchdowns so let that sink in he's a good play this week pay up for him the next running back you want to look at Playoff Lenny, Leonard Fournette going up against the Miami Dolphins. We talked about it, I believe it was last week in the Consistently Cash and article, how bad the Miami run defense has been. And three words, really, to play Leonard Fournette this week, and it's Ronald Jones, who? They were splitting a little bit. Not necessarily the case anymore. Fournette had 20 carries and five targets last week, and Ronald Jones has played in more than one-third of the offensive snaps just once this season, and then that came back in week two. It's Fournette's backfield. He's in a great matchup. Game script should be in Tampa Bay's favor. And I'm kind of really surprised about Fournette's price this week. After last week, I definitely thought it would be a little bit higher. And with a very soft run defense opposing Fournette, I really thought his price tag would be higher. But for 6400 on FanDuel, I will say thank you. I'll pick the click, and I will move on. Ron, what wide receiver is going to be our – well, he's going to be our wide receiver one because he's in the first wide receiver spot. But – Who's, who's one of our wide receivers? Well, I, I, a lot of times I'm not real confident of putting this guy in my wide receiver one spot, but this week I feel good about it at the price tag, and that's Kenny Galladay. And we know that Kenny Galladay, his worst enemy is his, his own body because he's never healthy, and he's already gotten nicked up this, this season so far. He looks to be trending to play. I don't, know if I, I don't know if I would ever call the guy fully healthy, but it looks like he's trending in that direction uh, so far this week. Cowboys are fourth worst against the uh, wide receiver position from a fantasy point standpoint and you're not there's not too many times you're going to get a legit wide receiver one on your team for this price tag and i think it just sets up for a nice matchup you know i mentioned that this game has a 52 point total i mentioned danny danny jones is looking like a legit nfl quarterback and i think he's going to be able to put up some numbers with our guy kenny galladay especially for around i think he's i think he's right around six thousand on both sides i want to say on one he's 5900 and one he's like six thousand or sixty one hundred so Nice value there, and I think it's a, it's a, it allows you yet again to be able to get the guys like Derrick Henry in your lineup. Absolutely. And another wide receiver we're going to go with, we're going to stack with Trevor Lawrence, is LaVisca Chenault, one of the cheaper stacks this week. 
one of the best matchups. We've routinely talked about how you can exploit the Tennessee secondary. They are not good. Chenault had a nice little rapport with Lawrence last week after the DJ Chark, the unfortunate DJ Chark injury. So Chenault should step up as that team's wide receiver one, even if he's t- 1A and 1B with Marvin Jones. He's going to get the targets. He's going to get the looks. I really, really, really like a Trevor Lawrence and LaVisca Chenault stack in cash games this week. So, Ron, last wide receiver spot, and I'm actually going to go ahead and let you take the tight end as well. So you can go ahead and kill uh, two birds with one stone. And we're going to get both of those guys uh, from one game, and that's going to be at our, our third wide receiver spot. I like Mike Evans, and I, and I, I, I it's the Dolphins' defense has not been bad, but coming off of a week where it, Carson Wentz got to throw a couple touchdowns, he had a rating of 115.1. I don't want to say he looked like a, a, an MVP-type quarterback, but I think he's starting to get a little more comfortable in that offense. But they let him go 24 of 32. Mike Pittman, who is almost like a carbon copy physically of Mike Evans, had a nice little game there as well. He's starting to get a lot of targets. So I, I feel like it, it kind of sets up the same way here. You know, Tom Brady is obviously no Carson Wentz. And I feel like Mike Evans is just kind of waiting for that game to bust out. You know, Mike Evans is, is, is consistent. But he has those games every once in a while where he just puts up insane numbers. I feel like everything kind of stacks up for that this week. I feel like teams have been kind of bottling him up a little bit. I think it just sets up nicely. The salary fits really well. And I think Tom Brady's going to try to get him the ball. And it's a home game as well. I like that. But the Dolphins have looked a little iffy. And I think that that Tom Brady's going to get him going. I think that there's still enough left on the bone. You know, you mentioned Fournette against that Miami run D. Dolphins have been okay against the pass. But I think Mike Evans is going to shape up at least get in the end zone once maybe get you 80 to 90 yards, four or five catches. Yep, I'm right there with you. And then where are we going with tight end? Same game. We're going to go with a guy that was uh, – I know I know Bob Lung, our, our guy, uh, Mr. Consistency, was pretty happy about this guy finally uh, being cited, and that's uh, Mike Gesicki. And I mentioned, you know, that Dolphins defense. Well, offensively, they're rocking Jacoby Brissett at quarterback, and, he, and he's not throwing the ball down the field. I actually got to watch a little bit of that game against my Colts last week, and they're just not airing it out, which is great for – the running backs in Miami, it's great for Mike Gesicki as far as getting getting a little bit of love there. And I think it's it's a case of, you know, Tampa Bay has been pretty good at a lot of things. They're not so good against the tight end. Okay. They've let they've they're top ten as far as fantasy points allowed to the tight end. They've allowed three touchdowns. Mike Gesicki's gotten on the board with a couple scores the last couple of weeks. He's finally come to life. And I think it like I said, it benefits him to have a guy that's uh only average, and I think about I think I heard last week about maybe four and a half yards per pass attempt. That's right up his alley. I think at that salary price, he's going to give you some solid numbers. Absolutely. And then what we'll do here for our flex, we got some money. We're going to pay up. Give me Devontae Adams. Since he's secondary isn't all that great, Adams is a target hog, and it's been really on display lately. When you look at it, he's averaging over 11 targets per game this season. But over the last two weeks, he's averaging nearly 15 targets per game. So he's a guy that honestly is in – he's nearly match-proof in that you can play him any week in cash or GPP just because he has such a high floor. But he has such an insane upside as well with Aaron Rodgers. So we're going to pay up for Devontae Adams. And then defense, we've got to slum it a little bit. I would love to get the Patriots defense, but they're pretty high priced. So we're going to go with Minnesota. I know their defense isn't great, but Detroit – isn't great either. And TJ Hawkinson is, I believe he's questionable to play right now. And if he doesn't play good luck, he's all, he's the guy on that team that can really help move the chain. So no thanks there. If Hawkinson's out, I'm just going to go for Minnesota. I really would have liked to go with the Pittsburgh defense, even though they've been bad too, but it seems like Teddy Bridgewater is on track to play. So I I'd rather play defense against Drew Locke, but 
Not sure we'll be getting that this week, but that is the Voltron lineup one last time here. Trevor Lawrence, Derek Henry, Leonard Fournette, Mike Evans, LaVisca Chenault Jr., Kenny Galladay, Mike Kosicki, Devontae Adams, and the Minnesota Vikings defense. That lineup will not be in the consistently cashed article, as well as the lineups that we put in the consistently cashed article will not be featured here on the podcast. So this is a podcast podcast exclusive lineup. So make sure you head over to drroto.com, check out the consistently cashed article to get both Ron and I's FanDuel and DraftKings lineup. So Ron, before we go ahead and wrap it up and put a nice little bow on this podcast and really heading into the week five slate, tell everyone where they can find you at all your content and you know all the good stuff that you typically end the podcast with. Well, at the Real Monday on Twitter, uh, check out the start of Sidham for this week. I got some rookie quarterbacks in there that I actually like. I know um, we were, Bob and I were talking about that on the podcast the other night, and you know the fact that uh, he, you know, we know his love affair with the rookies and consistency. It doesn't, it's, it's not at all. So he wasn't too happy about that, but they're in there. Check them out. Um, catch this, you know, the podcast right here, catch our article. Um, you mentioned that Patriots defense. It is a little bit difficult to get that defense in there, but I think I got a couple lineups where you can mix and match some things and you can still get Derrick Henry and that Patriots defense in there. If you really want to. All that more at drrodo.com. Of course, follow me at Colby R. Conway on Twitter, but as always, we wish you nothing but the best this weekend. Let us know how you do. Check out Consistently Cash an Article. Play the Voltron lineup. Do that all. Let's win some money. And, of course, as always, best of luck and stay consistent. Thanks for stopping by the office. Get your fantasy prescription by subscribing to the channel and checking out DrRoto.com. And until the next visit, be well and take care.